Hi, this is Johnny. I'm your host, and you are listening to Music Seeds. The music that made us. Hello, folks. Johnny here. And this is the third part and final episode of the Christmas special with JT Money and Mr. Rizargo. This third episode is just us talking about music. It's the um, final half hour of us having just a discussion about some of our favorite music and things that we're up to. I hope you enjoy it. I also wanted to bring up that I watched a couple documentaries in the last couple days. Uh, one was the Jagged documentary with Alanis Morissette, which I watched uh, with Sin. It was really good. I think we both enjoyed it quite a bit. It was recommended by a good friend of ours named Nicole. And I liked it a lot, brought back a lot of great memories about that Jagged Little Pill album and her popularity during that time. They also talked to her original bandmates, which a lot of them have gone on to do bigger things, like the Foo Fighters, Taylor Hawkins is in there. Also, um, I'm in the middle of, I'm almost through the second episode of Get Back by the Beatles on Disney+. And I must say, this is one of the most in-depth documentaries about a making of an album I've ever seen and it's amazing. It's really good hearing all these songs come together, them dealing with their struggles and just I recommend both of them very highly. Check them out. No new music this week but I'm hoping that in the next episode we'll uh, have a talk about some of the new music that's been out in the last month or so. Um, overall I'm also going to discuss with you about the new podcast I'll be having coming out. I hope you're all doing well out there and enjoying the holiday season. Please take care of each other out there, and thank you for listening. So um, the next couple songs I'm picking for our songs are songs that you guys probably, one, have not heard, or you maybe you've heard of the band, like John probably has. One of the bands is called The Kills, and it's a song called Future Starts Now. It's got one of the best drum intros for a song, that, and then this guitar, the guitar feedback on it, is amazing and it's one of those songs it's like when you hear seven nation army that's the way this the, the kills future starts now no pun intended that i tied the two of those together too because dead weather <laughs> yeah. that, that's the lead singer of the kills and um and jack white from that's one of their bands but the kills uh future starts now highly recommend it's one of those great pump up songs Makes me always like get in a good mood and gets me ready to go. Like if you want to get pumped up for something. Okay. What you got? Uh, I say uh, it was a mix. It was either Jump or Dreams from Van Halen. Wow. Those are the first two Van Halen songs I ever heard. Yeah. I think Jump probably is number one just because more commercialized. Yeah. But uh, yeah, just the first rock band that I ever loved was Van Halen. Yeah. First one that my dad would, you know, especially the greatest hits album. That was where I started. Yeah. I couldn't, you know, I wasn't lucky enough to start with, what did you have? Was it 1984? 1984 was, was yeah. my first album I ever had as a kid. I mean, that's like just commercial success after commercial success. And they but. played the heck out of Jump on MTV. Oh. I mean, that that was on heavy rotation on there. And and even like Eddie's keyboard playing is more popular in that song than his guitar playing in that song, and I, if you I, think about it. And the biggest thing is I just remember being really young and being like, wow, I love this song. Like, that was like, also with Dreams with, you know, Sammy Hagar, I think that was the first song that 
I had heard that I was like, who's this guy? You know what I mean? I'm like, this is Van Halen or whatever. And then that kind of sent me into the rabbit hole of Van Halen to figure mm-hmm. it all out. But I think those two songs are I find Jump's it, the biggest. But Yeah, I find it interesting, too, that you pick both of those songs because Eddie being known as this great guitarist, both of those songs are heavy keyboard, and that's yeah. him. Yeah. With both heavy keyboards. And then people don't don't give him the credit for like his keyboard playing a lot, you know. And his oh, he yeah. was trained classical piano. I think that the dream song was, in my opinion, I think that was the pinnacle of him making music. Yeah, uh, I think that was him. Like mm-hmm. that whole album, in my fifty one fifty, is just nuts. It, yeah, that's one of my front to back. Yeah, that's a great, great, great album. I have that on vinyl too, and I remember I remember buying that when I was that age when it came out. Yeah, <laughs> so. that's. That's another huge favorite of me and my dad's. We used to listen to 5150. I love that you style. have that. That's the way it is with me and Bob Seger, with me and my dad, you know. But my dad had Van Halen, too, when I was... Love Walks In, uh-huh. all those songs. Just not very, like, standard Van Halen, but mm-hmm. there's keyboards. There's a little bit of, you know, soul to the sound, I'd say. Still. But there's a lot of people's birthdays that I'm just seeing it pop up, and I'm like... Holy cow! Like I can't, but it still blew my mind how old Sammy was. Oh yeah, he looks seventy four, dude. You he looks know? really good for seventy. Uh, Steven Tyler's in that same boat. Yeah, and the, to me, I think they're the two that I've seen their voices for someone yeah. so long. They kind of, they've kind of kept it. I guess. Uh-huh. I mean, you notice a difference. I mean, you're it's, yeah. But well, that's what I say to people too. When you go good. see somebody, you can't expect them to sound like they did when they're in their prime. And you can still tour at seventy five, yeah. unless you're Joe Cocker if he was still alive. You know, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point. So for my, th- was that four now? I'm on four. Uh, I would say probably Time by Pink Floyd is a time, or if I have to split albums because I reached up two, so- two yeah, songs sorry, at the same album. But uh, I would say either like Time or I would go like Comfortably Numb. Like they're both just like master classes and like guitar mm-hmm. phrasing, like solos that don't use a whole lot of notes, but just real like bend it out and. David Gilmore's clearly never going to be like Eddie Van Halen fast. Like mm-hmm. the emotion he gets off just a couple notes, it like intrigues me further than like is hair that, metal. Well, is that one of the more recognizable guitars? So it's a comfortably known. Yeah. It's got to be like yeah, up there too. Yeah, you hear that and you know immediately. I know the song. You know what I mean? Uh, you hear any snippet of it? Let me see. Oh, but I, it's just like "Wish You Were Here" too. I mean, the beginning of that. Dun, 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 true. Dun. Got a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me check here. Pink Floyd could definitely be a whole. I think I got episode. the answer to your eighty-year-old, and that would be Paul Simon turned eighty. Yes. Eight. Okay, that's oh, what it was. Wow. Yeah, because it's just amazing. Like now they're all you know getting up there, and it's really like crazy to think that you know the rock and roll music and its popularity is now like you know very seniorized. I mean, I don't know what other kind of word to use, but oh, very yeah. you know. It was of a bygone era, yeah. you could almost say. They're old, as, they're old as, you know, my grandparents would be, you know, if they were still alive. When I first heard this song, I thought it was a female singer. And it's actually a male singer. It's the group called The Neighborhood. And they're out of California. I'm not sure where out of California. But the song called Sweater Weather. So I thought it was appropriate for this time of year. But the song and the music to me is like, it's just the music for that, for that song. It's just the way it's captured. I, when, I, when you hear songs and you hear them enough over and over again, it's one of these things where it's like, wow, they, they really produced a great song here. And it's just really catchy and it's the music and the, and the lyrics and everything's tied together. So um, Sweater Weather by The Neighborhood. Um, check it out. The guy's voice will blow you away. It's pretty cool. What you got? Photograph by Def Leppard. It's oh. always got a special place in my heart because that was... Uh... Obviously, besides Pour Some Sugar on Me, it was the second song on their Greatest Hits album, mm-hmm. The Vault. 
one, and that was like I said before. That was I had the Sony Walkman. That was the first album that I would just repeat, repeat, yeah. repeat. And I think that Photograph song was like my first taste of a true commercial rock hit. Yeah. Like every time I hear it, I loved it. The sim- like the drums are so simple, but uh-huh. it's just like I can't help but drum to that song too. Yeah. It's kind of a guilty pleasure of mine. But Photograph is like it's that whole album. album is high and dry. No, after that. Uh, Pyromania. That that album's good front to back. Yeah. But what you got? Uh not so much a song. I mean, like once you kinda hear like how I explain it, you'll Mm -hmm. understand. But uh I would say side two of Abbey Road by the Beatles. Like once you get past here comes the sun, like the entire they call it like the Abbey Road medley or the suite. Where it has like because, like you never give me your money, like she came through the bathroom window. It's like one giant song that just goes from one song to the next song to the next song. So like to me it's just one of those things, yeah. like, oh, who could do that besides the Beatles? Like, no other band today could really kind of do something that kind of flows that way, but have so many distinct styles kind of, like, bouncing off one another. Yeah. I Maybe the closest thing I can even think of would be Rush. You know, to yeah. the steering. And then you could almost even bet Rush grew up listening to the Beatles. Like, Getty oh, yeah, Lee yeah. and, like, no all those guys were like, we need to do something like this. Like, it's yeah. just... You never know. I mean, I've never looked into why they did that. That could be a huge factor for them. You know what I mean? Because it's not like they had anything like themselves growing up, so they were kind of yeah, pushing I mean, that It seems kind of cliche to name the Beatles. Because like, like, everyone goes to the Beatles. Was, I'm picking Def Leppard <laughs> photograph. <laughs> yeah. Man. It's not as cliche did as you want to shave your mullet off for yeah. a walk in here? <laughs> no. I'm never shaved it off. It's tucked up behind your yeah. hat. So this is like a... Um, one that I just picked because you picked the uh, Just Breathe, so I had to find something. Dave Matthews Band, like, he has, like, so many songs that I, I, I can't even, like, um... Uh, Two-Step would probably be one of them that I just can hear over and over and over again. And it's one of, like, their go-to live. If you see Dave Matthews Band, Two-Step's one of those, just at the beginning of it, the guitar... Sorry, not the guitar. It's violin, strumming a violin... And it just builds up the tempo, and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and it's like, and then it just goes into drums. It's like, it just it's one of these songs, like it just gets yeah. the audience when it's live going. So like when you hear it, you just get the goosebumps and everything, because you know you're gonna you're on for a ride, and it's just the drumming and everything, just amazing on it. Never heard of it. Yeah. Check it Number forty one. Um, also, that whole album to me, um, Crash, is one of the best albums ever. I think. As far as that, there goes. I mean, people would say probably on their table and dreaming, but yeah, I, I'm gonna disagree with you both on that. I think uh, before these crowded streets is mine. Yeah, we can oh. definitely go down oh, there. there. Yeah, <laughs> but no, I there's just so many songs on on Crash. It's just amazing to me. Trippin' I mean, Billies is on there, and that's like a great one. And, but it's not as good as the Stone. And too much. <laughs> it's not as good as the Stone. The Stone is the song. <laughs> Even you'll agree, the Stone is a pretty yeah. And Halloween and. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good stuff out there, and I think this is one of those bands that, like, like the Dead, where they don't need to be selling like anymore, like millions of albums, because yeah, they they can just go tour and they're gonna make their money because they have such a big and huge I, following. We'll say that, and they'll record a new album, but like they won't play like three songs off the new album. Like they're gonna play nothing but like the first three or four albums alive. They but they do great they covers too. Yeah, they they know where their bread and butter is. You know? Yeah, like, they do um, all on the Watchtower, which is amazing. They do Sledgehammer by Peter Gabriel with the horns. When I saw them amazing. in Moline, they came to Moline a couple years ago. Yeah, we went but, to that uh, show. Yeah, uh, they, they played "Sexy MF" by Prince, Prince as yeah. a cover. 
Because that was like right oh, after Prince passed away, but they still bucket. but they still play it. Concert. It's they have crazy. fun too. Like if you ever look at their like Instagram photos, you talk about a group of guys that are just out there enjoying. Like, and that's what I love about live band. It's about the audience, about having a good time out there, and they're making money doing it. I mean, what more yeah, of a like thing sure. can you love? You know, so. I I have a uh, one honorable mention, mm-hmm. and that's La Villa Strangiato. I don't know if that's the way you said it, but by uh-huh. Rush. Hemisphere's ah. album. That yeah. is to me one of the best. Uh, super strange, but you, that's a song you just want to put headphones on. Uh-huh. It's like nine minutes long. It's just Rush is like Metallica, where they can easily just. I'm going to transition from this amazing riff, whatever the feel was of whatever mm-hmm. you know Neil Peart wanted there, and then we're just going to transition to like it sounds like a completely different yeah. song, but. Just waiting for what the next transition is going to be in that song. I think that song to me is one of my favorite. Like, like if I'm gonna have a go-to Rush song, I think it's mm-hmm. that one. I go to that one every time. I find something new in that song every time I listen to it. Yeah. Who are the other two members? Uh, Getty Lee, yeah. Alex Lifeson. Okay. Do you think the two of them will ever do something outside of Rush? I've always wondered about that. Like, oh, no. do you think that you know? Because I mean, they'll never do Rush again. Obviously, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Neil Neil Pert, Rust in Peace. If you ever see the documentary on Rush, he needed to, like he went through a lot of rough shit. And talk about a guy that needed to like move on from this world because of everything that he had to go through. You know, it's sad the way he went out the way he did. If you if you talk to anybody in rock music, Neil Peart is considered the goat yeah. of all drummers of all drummers, and that's to say, you know, John Bonham and um, yeah, there's, there's and who, who the drummer from the Who, um, Keith Moon, yeah. Neil's because I think he's so precision and so jazz and everything. I mean, you you know the guy was awesome, Masters amazing, craft. yeah. That's and he cool. was in it, and he was a songwriter too. Which you know, you know, there's song drummers that are songwriters out there, but he was like for the band, yeah, to create some of the greatest material. You know, for that band, it's crazy. He just read a lot of like most of the lyrics come from like books in a sense, mm-hmm. like a lot of uh, what do you say? Not platitudes. I don't know what I'm looking for, but like stories. Basically, mm-hmm. he would come out and that he'd riff a whole song off that, but it would somehow be relatable to someone's life too. Like mm-hmm. if you read the lyrics to some of these songs, like uh, what's it called? Signals. Yeah, um, one of my favorites. Yeah. Big keyboards, eighty guy. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of mm-hmm. people just avoided it, but I think it's fantastic. I, I want to bring something out that a lot of people don't realize. Um, you know, we got maybe a few more minutes left here, and I want to really like. Let people understand that listen to this podcast. is like, how old are you, Reese? 27. 27. And your favorite bands are Rush, Def Leppard, you know, <laughs> Journey. Journey. It's, it blows my mind that you, your love of music, mm-hmm. stemming from your father, it sounds like. Yes, no doubt. You know, and then obviously with working with JT and me in the, uh, at the yeah. old store. It's great to see that your, your eclectic taste in music has, you know, oh, yeah. blown your mind, you know. Well, and you've introduced me to so many bands now that, I mean, JT said earlier, I, I listen to podcasts too, and it just seems like it's impossible to catch up with all this new music mm-hmm. and listen to podcasts. And it, you know what I mean? There's so much content. So, so it's much like, content. I find myself always, not always, but I go back to the go-tos more often mm-hmm. than not it's when like, I work out. Yeah, it's, like, it's like you miss the days of like, you had your CD wall where you only had so many CDs and that was it. Like you didn't have True. your phone, you didn't have... Streaming, like you had, you had to make that hard decision. We're like, ah. I'm like, all right, I'll I'll listen to the CD, you know. CD, and now yeah. it's like nobody would have the the concept of like a desert island CD, you know. It's like, yeah, like if you had one CD or if you could pick like ten CDs, like what would you do? 
Yeah. Oh. You could have like one CD of like 20 artists on it, like making mm-hmm. a mixtape, or you could pick like 20 total CDs, but that's mm-hmm. all you could ever listen to. It'd be hard. Well, I, that's what hard. I wanted to bring up. It's like, you know, you had, you saw, like, like we just said, Def Leppard, Rush, uh, Journey. Who are like some of your other favorites that you go to a lot? Uh, Fleetwood Mac is yeah, yeah, huge. Yes. Van mm-hmm. Halen, obviously, is another mm-hmm. big one for me. I love Audio Slave. Yeah. Uh, Chris Cornell is so amazing. Obviously, and I listen to country music a ton, too. So yeah, I have, yeah. you know, Who are some of your favorite country people right now? Oh, obviously, I always stick with Kenny Chesney. I love Kenny Chesney. But mm-hmm. uh, as far as uh, Chris Stapleton, yeah. he's huge. I, I really, you push me into listening to him more and more. Yeah, he's such a album. talented songwriter and musician. What's his newest album? Do you know? Do you remember? Um, I don't. It's fantastic. Did you see him on the Late Show the other night? Uh-uh. I posted like a link. He did this. <laughs> so funny. He's on Fallon. Yeah, and he just, just he knows he's out. having fun. Like, you have to watch this. Like, get the impression he's a serious guy. We watched a video. It's like, he's trying hard not to crack up when he's doing it. He's <laughs> and I wish you knew more about who they were talking about. Because when you watch it, you're probably not going to know who they're talking about. Okay. But the person made like a ton of romantic comedies. So the album for Chris Stapleton is starting over, and he just won some awards for songwriting for it this past week. Like they just did some show that's going to be out eventually. I don't know what it was though. I'll have to yeah, look it up. it's Nancy Myers. But like she did like producing like Fire of the Bride, mm-hmm. uh, What Women Want, Something's Got to Give. So she did like a lot of rom coms. A lot of rom coms. So now when you watch it, you'll get it. Okay. So, yeah, it's funny. But like, it's it, funny. It, it, yeah, like. He's so hard not to laugh. Like he's probably told, "Don't laugh. You gotta play it seriously." Like, yeah. He's just—it's really good. I laughed so hard watching it because it's just—it's like, it's like, it's like two minutes. It's like a quick yeah. little like. Yeah. Some of his videos. Do you see the one where he did like too much time on my hands, like shot for shot for oh, sticks? Oh yeah, yeah. Like with him, with him and Paul, Red Red Paul get Paul together. Red together. Yeah. Some of the best stuff. It's ever. the other one. Death, no. me around by no, Dead or Alive. More than words. Remember they did that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that was Jack Black that did that. Either one. Either way, it's one of those yeah. ones you watch. It's just. Oh, she did more. It's <laughs> yeah. so well done. It's too. So fun. It's just out of good fun. Yeah. But yeah, like Chris Stapleton, I'm sure like loves to have fun, but like just to see him like. Going to who that is just yeah. yeah, and I say to people that don't like country music, give Chris Stapleton a freaking chance. He like see him live. That is what I'm really telling people. Like if you get a chance, see him live. I've seen him three times live, and he is one of the best live shows. Or just so amazing. Yeah, him and Jason Isbell are like two like people. If I didn't like keeping I, traditional country music, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, I don't like a whole lot of country. But, like those are some of my go-to's if I had to listen. Or like Sturgill Simpson. Or Sturgill Simpson like dropped that. a new album. It's really Song good too. Songwriter country. Exactly. Whatever you want to call. Yeah, Folk, not maybe. pop country, uh, not yeah. bro yeah. pop. Or like country, uh, not, yeah, the old '97s. Another good one too mm-hmm. that kind of does that same thing. Punk and country kind of mixed together. Like all, they're like kind of like a more like Wilco, like a country fight yeah. Wilco kind of. So what are you listening to, JT? What are you listening to? What are you playing? What are you learning? Trying to learn? Oh. Lately, they call me to do like blue shit, so it's like trying to like learn oh, my, my, like, my blue scores. Is it like, hard? It's not hard, but it's like when they tell you to take a solo, you're like, okay, you're not going to dive in. You know, it's just like it's it can be difficult to kind of like make up shit on the fly. You, know? you didn't get the, you didn't get a chance to go to the Blues Fest this year, did you? I didn't, but some of my friends played it. So. It was just ran- I don't think they announced as much as they had in the past. I think they're just trying to get kind of back up and going so I don't think they yeah. had any like they look like there's some good acts I looked at the lineup for it and I was like oh I'm not going to be here so I didn't get a chance to go but you're you're, you're learning blues what learning like blues like kind of country looks I mean I just mm-hmm. got we, we'll do like use me Bill, Bill Withers is a good one we get up and play oh yeah uh, god Bill Withers is so awesome man what else uh, he was an amazing songwriter man yeah like just just whatever at home I'll do like John Mayer kind of like yeah. some of his stuff that last yeah. album is amazing man I think it's some good stuff and 
he definitely felt the 80s on that, you know, and you can feel it in the music, and it's pretty cool. Yeah, like, at this point, he can do whatever he wants, you know. He has, yeah, he has, really. a, he has a blank check, you know. He can just well, do... long as he doesn't get canceled out. <laughs> well, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hope not. Just stay away from that. Stay yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that's why there. he stepped away from social media quite a bit, too. But, no, I, I really like to know what you guys are diving into and what you're listening to and what's going on. And Like I said, I think we're all just agreeing. Like, it's kind of hard to, like, all the new stuff. We're like, I'm Counting Crows, Grateful Dead, John Mayer, kind of mm. the Beatles. Like Anybody you want to see live that you really want to see live that you haven't seen live yet? Pearl Jam. <laughs> uh, I'd say I'd love to see Lindsey Buckingham. Yes, I would I, too. I love his I was supposed work. to see him and Chrissy McVie and then that fell apart. When well, and... I didn't even know he had a new album coming out, so hopefully... You yeah, know. it's good. It's really good. I solo them, but I would also love to see uh, Bruce Springsteen. Like, he's... Yeah. I'd wanted to see Tom Petty, but obviously that just didn't happen. I mean, but, like, Springsteen would be a big one to see. He's yeah. amazing. Him and his C Street Band. Even him solo doing his acoustic stuff on mm-hmm. Broadway would be really cool, too. But, um... No, I, I, like, if... Now that I'm who I heading out west... I mean, you're more than welcome to come out there, but I would really like to see a show with you and take it to Red Rock sometime oh, yeah. mm-hmm. to see a show. And live music to me is like where it's at, but I mean, listening to music in general is where it's at. And I want to thank you guys, you know, for these past few months of getting together. We started out doing, you know, your your own little episode where we talked about the music you love, and that's kind of how I wanted to wrap it up here is kind of knowing about the music you guys love because it's important for me to, like, have these connections with people in my life and especially you know i'm hoping to do more things like this you know still out there but i'm, I'm hoping to dive more into like the whole music scene now out there and in, in, in colorado and, and feeling out you know and seeing live shows and i would love for you guys to come out there when you have an opportunity you know obviously yeah. reese is going to be having a baby here any week now oh. month oh, yeah no yeah it'd be any week yeah no so and Jeez, and, and JT's <laughs> having his own babies with guitars. So yeah, yeah. This is much. I, I know I got like four. I got four miles to feed at home. You know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Get your fingers on. Yeah. There you go. No, but you know, hope to keep in touch. Hope to see you guys. Hope to keep the music alive. And I don't know if you guys were able to listen to the last podcast I had, but I'm planning on spinning off and doing a different uh, episodes too of like talking about important topics and stuff. Had a really good conversation with a couple of my friends and that podcast will be coming out on the new new uh, podcast. So um, it'll be interesting to get that out there and it's kind of talking about what we should be doing and it's just being able to have a discussion with somebody you may not agree on as far as views go and being able to actually have a conversation about stuff because I think that's really important to be able to like tie like the things we love in like we're doing with this but sometimes you got to talk about that stuff that's kind of being hard to difficult to talk about because we're coming so caught up between getting caught behind our phones or computers and not actually be able to have a discussion like we're doing right now and with our different views and our different thoughts on things we all are still just human and we're all just trying to get through this life and we can't take things so seriously sometimes especially you know when you want to like have a communication so um, I think podcasting is a great format for that. I think that being able to see you guys grow as friends here. I mean, I've been here for like 17, 18 years now. And before that, I lived in Colorado for 10 years. Now I'm creating my other chapter again, going back out to Colorado and connecting with my friends and family out there. And and I'm sure at this point when this podcast comes out, I'll already be out there and already have a few in the can. So 
I want to thank you guys for um, well, thank you. joining thank me you. for this ride. And uh, thank you for listening, folks. And take care of each other out there. Well, there you go, folks. JT Money, Mr. Reese Argo. I really do enjoy having those conversations with those guys and look forward to doing some more in the future. You can get a hold of me through this podcast on any of the social media outlets, Facebook, TikTok, Snapchat, Instagram, and also get a hold of me uh, at my email at O-Z-O-M-A-T-F-A-N-87 at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you folks, and I am also looking forward to bringing out the new podcast here in the month of January. There is a episode that will be tying into that one, and there will be a whole new outlet for us to communicate through. Thanks again for listening. Take care now. Hi, this is Johnny. I'm your host, and you are listening to Music Seeds, the music that made us. <laughs>